1: Oh, uh, yeah. Holy shit, it's been a couple of weeks. Is that what it's been? Well, at least a little bit since I've done one of these. Welcome to the Disjointed Podcast, the podcast that asks the question, how do you go from a 9-to-5 life to one of creativity? I'm your host, Dave Jermaine, and that's exactly what I'm trying to do, man. I have, uh, in the past show, if this is your first time listening to this show, you're like, is this good dude just going to talk about himself for the whole time? More than likely, yeah. Uh, but... Because I've had so many great conversations with very various artists, whether it was from musicians to filmmakers to other professional comedians, other open mic comedians and stuff. And that is all in my back catalog on Spreaker, which you can catch all that or wherever you're listening to the podcast from. Let's say you listen to me on iTunes, but I'm like, oh man, I'm starting to use Spotify more and more. Well, guess what? I'm on Spotify as well. I'm on iHeartRadio. I'm at a lot of places. As a matter of fact... Uh, let's do it quickly before I move any further. Let's go to my stats. Uh, and this for at least if anything, this is goes from the past, from July 5th to August 3rd. So this is like the past month, uh, that we've had. All right. So these are the top countries that have been listening to this podcast. And I always like to say this, uh, just for one, I like to try to build a sense of community, uh, of, uh, how frail that might be, but you know, it's, you're not the only person that's listening to this thing. It's uh, folks from all over the planet, which is really uh, bizarre to me. So, uh, coming in number one, as per usual, is United States because, well, that's the country that I live in. And uh, you know, I had to adjust the mic there for a second because it sounds weird when I do this, right? Okay. Uh, coming in number one was, as per usual, is United States. Number two, India. Man, we uh, between this podcast and mansplaining with Jake and Dave. Uh, we're just doing really great in India for some reason, consistently month after month for this whole year. Uh, we get listens from India, so wherever you guys are from, man, feel free to say hello. We're on uh, uh, we're on Instagram. We're on uh, I don't think we're on Twitter, but say hi to us on Facebook or whatnot, man. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, number three was Colombia. Number four was Germany. Number five was the UK, United Kingdom, and uh, number six is Chile. So thanks so much for uh, for checking all this out, guys. This is. It's really weird. I granted they probably only listen for maybe three seconds. It's like, now nah, this is bullshit. This isn't about that pot show on Netflix, so I'm not listening to it. <laughs> but either way, I am I'm very grateful for the fact for every listen that we get here. So I appreciate it. Uh, as a matter of fact, this past month it was the first time I actually made a little tiny bit of money from this podcast. So, hey, what do you know? Uh, those ads, uh, those annoying ads are, you know, they help me out a lot. So, uh, but if you say, hey, man, if, uh, um, if you want to support the show, um, you can go to com. There's many different ways you can support the show if you like, or if anything, just a like and a subscribe uh, for wherever you listen to podcasts, man. I see all that stuff, and I appreciate every single one of them. All right. That was enough of that. I don't have any shows coming up. I just did a show up in, uh, in Boulder, uh, and... It was very educational. It was uh, it was a bit one of Billy Joe's uh, shows that she has, and I was a little weird about this because it's like four o'clock on a Sunday afternoon in in Boulder, which, by the way, is like that's like eight o'clock anywhere else, just because of Boulder. On Sundays, they all ride their bikes. And, uh, they go to breweries and they just get a little trash and stuff and then they go home and they go to bed early so they could be wide eyed, bushy tailed for work on Monday morning. But it's, I always felt weird because I had that one bad experience up in Boulder years ago. Uh, so I'm always a little cautious about it. I'm like, are they going to get really upset if I bring up certain subjects and stuff? And, uh, to be honest with you, man, that's true anywhere you go. Uh, so I don't know why I got to stop putting that on Boulder that, you know, oh, they're just not going to laugh. They, they laugh. They had fun. Um, I did not do as well as I wanted to, Uh, and that's not saying, like, oh, they only, I mean, they were laughing. That was good. I was appreciative of that. The stuff that I've been working on for, like, the lifestyle uh, uh, bits that I've been working on for the longest time, those hit more often than they missed. I was happy with that. Uh, A lot of my fat jokes, those were still there, you know. Um, I would like to not do them anymore, but guess what? I need to not be fat anymore before I can stop doing those, (laughs) That's something I got to work on. Now, one of the things that would, that, um, and this isn't on anybody else but me, uh, I had twelve. I had a twelve-minute set, so I'm like, all right, I've got this bit, this bit, this bit. This one's about two minutes. That's about three minutes. Okay, I put all those together. That's about twelve minutes. Okay, I go up. I do the bit. Towards the end, I start floundering a little bit because my mind blanked, which is always fun. And when you're a bunch of people that you don't know, and you're like, shit, I got to start coming up with something, and I'm like, oh. All right, I know it must be at nine minutes right now, and I was about to start one bit, and then I'm like, "Oh shit, that's not that's going to be too long." It's, I don't want to go over, so I went to something shorter, and then I finally get off stage, and uh, Billy Joe's like, "Yeah, I don't mind you cutting out early," and I'm like, "What?" It's like, "Yeah, you 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 stopped early." I, I Lisa, I'm like, "What?" So I didn't do a full twelve minutes. I wish I could say this was the first time that I've done this, but I've started to build a reputation for myself, for somebody who isn't going to do all of their time, which is really, 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 really not good. If you wanted to come up with a reason not to book Dave Germain, it's because if you give him 10 minutes, he's going to do eight. Give him 15, he'll do 12. Give him 30, he'll get he'll do maybe 22, 23. That's kind of what the reputation that I'm starting to build for myself, For I'm like, God damn it, what the fuck? And like I said, there's nobody I could be upset with other than myself. I understand that. I accept that. So that is one of the differences. I was just you know not try to make excuses and stuff, but um, this is what happens when you do more open mics. Well, you should be doing more open mics and showcases. But thing is, my showcase sets are few and far between, and that's on me. Uh, that I get so used to doing four to five minutes. Maybe going a few seconds over on five, so I'm constantly thinking, oh, man, I'm always running long. I'm not running long. And you know why? Because the proof is in the pudding. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not where uh, where I want to be. I don't want to be an open micer. It, it it bugs the shit out of me when new comics, uh, when they come up. Well, actually, this sounds so fucking douchey. Uh, it's nice when, uh, somebody who's just starting out, they're like, wow, man, you really know what you're doing. And then I always have to say, Hey, I'm an open micer just like you guys, you know, uh, I'm working stuff out just like you guys, which is true. When the whole thing was, is that I'm tired of being an open micer. I want to be a showcase comic. I want to be a feature comic. I want to be a headliner comic. And it's really weird. I don't know why the fuck I think that I'm going to be able to do that if I don't have a consistent set. And consistent acts uh, where I know exactly how much time I'm gonna be doing on each bit. So, hey, guess what? Out of that uh, out of that fuck up, out of that failure, I've found my next step, which is I gotta go through all of my bits, gotta map all of them out again, have to time all of them out again. This is gonna be a while because I've got I've got a decent amount of time. I've got so much time that I don't have to think about time. I just go up there and just, hey, dude, your greatness is going to carry you through. Don't even worry about it, Dave. You know, just like what you did when you half-assed everything at theater school. You know, <laughs> it's I'm half-assing shit in comedy right now. So if I'm not where I need to be, whose fault is that? Am I going to what complain? Some type of uh, blame the scene. I mean, I could hate the scene for a bunch of different other reasons, but one of them I don't hate the uh, the scene for is there. nobody's holding me back. It's me not striving to move forward. So that is, that's the next step. That's the next step. So I've got a lot of technical, boring work ahead of me. Um, now, one of the things that's fun about obviously doing anything creative is, is exactly that, is being creative, is... Finding new ideas and new thoughts and stuff. Oh, I wonder if this is going to be funny. I wonder if this is going to be horrible. And then you get to work them out on open mics and stuff. And there's that whole creative process that's so so tantalizing and it's so fun. That's that's the part, especially when you get actual laughs from it. That's the really that's the joy of doing stand-up. Uh, however, when it comes to show business, they don't really give a shit about that. <laughs> it's more about, hey, man, do your time. Be good. That's pretty much it. That's pretty much it, as far as I know. And don't be an asshole and try to bang all the waitresses wherever you go. Uh, I hear that a lot from a lot of club owners and stuff, so not good to know. Uh, I'm 45 now. It's not like I'm going to plan on, like, you know, trying to tear through the entire waitstaff, but uh, I think if I was 22, man, and I started doing this, like, right out of AMDA, I probably would have had a, a much different view about this whole industry, and, uh, just about people in general. So I'm kind of glad I didn't get into it too much later in life. So yeah, but that's that's one of the updates and stuff that I found. So I don't know where you guys are at when it comes to your creativity and what you're planning on doing, but I found the next step with myself by testing myself and doing something I'd never done before, which was Billy Joe show. Uh, I don't know why I had any worries and stuff. It's not like Billy Joe builds rooms that are freaking hostile towards comedians. That's not what she does. And, uh, you know, she's been on a tear, man. She's been, uh, she spent like a week or so in New York city doing like 14 shows, uh, just, just doing nothing but comedy. And man, I gotta say, I one I was very from somebody who, I don't know if we started about the same time, but we've, I mean, she's been in Denver a lot longer than I have, but, um, Seeing somebody like a fellow, um, a colleague grow from where we were when we were open micers back in 2013 versus to where we are now, it's, it's such a beautiful thing to see that growth in somebody. So um, I don't know what anything that compares to that. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it's like when a parent sees their kid or, you know, a family member sees another family member finally get smarter and grow and evolve. <laughs> it could be something like that, but uh either way she's uh she's really really becoming turning that corner being way more professional about uh, about business about money and all that other stuff so I look to people like Billy Joe and other uh friends of mine who are actually getting on the road who are making things happen and part of me was like, well, oh, that's great that I have somebody to kind of look towards and kind of like okay this is let me see what they're doing let me see if there's something I can do that's a little better see what works, what doesn't work. And then there's the other part of me who's like, fuck, what can't it be me? Mm, you know, and that's usually the fuel uh, to kind of keep take that next step forward. So, you know, uh, that, that's what's going on with that on the creative health or the creative uh, front of my week. Uh, let's see, day job shit. I don't want to bitch too much about that. But one of the guys that i worked with since day one, he decided he wanted to quit. So best of luck to him, you know. That's you can't force somebody to be at a job that they really don't want to be, uh, unless you're married to them. But, <laughs> um, so I get I, I get that. It was funny. Uh, we were like, man, I, this kind of came out of nowhere, and I'm like, hey, man, remember when I said that? You know, the first two weeks everybody shows you their good habits. <laughs> And after that, everybody shows you their bad habits. Well, his bad habit was that he likes to quit jobs for no reason or out of the blue. So, like I said, best of luck to him. But uh, it got me thinking about and uh, about mental health, or the, not 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 in general. I'm talking about when folks the, the mental health day. And I'm just spitballing here, so please, if you're like, "Hey, what you said is really fucked up," yeah, I probably agree with you. But uh, this is just me spitballing some shit out here. I think some of it, I don't know if it was that I was raised in an environment where uh, the amount that you can suffer for somebody else is worn like a badge of honor. You know, you're at a job you hate, you're freaking miserable all the time, but you're going to go to work. Why? Because you have bills to pay and you got mouths to feed, and that's why you're going to fucking do it, you know, and to me, I was growing up, and that's kind of bred into me that that... That is a badge of honor. That just shows that you do care about somebody. I mean, you can also tell, show them that you care by actually telling them that you care about them. But, uh, you know, who's got time for that? You're working all the time. So it's weird to me when somebody's like, I need to take a mental health day. And I'm like, well, don't you get one of those at least once a week? Like, okay, let's put it this way. I've got one day off this week, which is today. Guess what? Today's my mental health day. <laughs> so, uh and maybe it's because I also work at restaurants. All right, so there's a, there's a bit of a difference here. And I don't somebody in the uh, who works in an office might not uh, equate to this at all or relate to this at all. So totally understandable. I would say like when I have well, we got to get a lot of young people and we got a lot of people to call out mysteriously on a Friday because they're sick, which is weird because nobody ever gets sick sick on a uh, Tuesday or a Wednesday. Maybe occasionally a Thursday, but. They definitely get sick the day before they're going to take a couple days off. That's really weird. And definitely after they just got paid. So I'm trying to explain to these younger guys, I'm like, the reason why I'm so pissed off and angry at you, uh, because this isn't fucking high school. See, when you don't show up for class or you don't show up for school, the, the rest of the classes, they don't have to study harder because you're not there. Nobody has to work harder because you're not there. When you, especially in a restaurant, everybody has to fucking work harder when you don't show up. You make everybody's day miserable. And then, so when you think, when it comes out to like, listen, I needed to take a day for myself, like, yeah, you need to take a day for yourself and fuck over everybody they work with who's supposed to be your friends, supposed to have each other's back, and you fucking do that. Why can't you just stay miserable and suicidal and just go to work like the rest of us? Jesus Christ. So, I don't know. Uh, I know people are like, man, somebody suicidal. You shouldn't make him go to work. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Maybe they need to be around people. Who knows? Maybe they'll get to catch that epiphany when they see somebody who's like ultra miserable, trying to get a latte and going just going berserk because somebody didn't put the round amount of sugar in it, and they're flipping out. And then you go, "Holy shit! I thought my life was fucked up. This guy just lost everything." <laughs> and uh, uh, maybe I'm not so bad. I don't know. I don't know, but the thing is, is that I also understand that that is also important because there's this weird conversation that's starting to build out there in the ether, which, excuse me, this is one of those great concepts and ideas and philosophies that humanity is going to create, and then about two minutes later, they're going to fuck it up. Uh, The idea of taking a day for yourself because you're just exhausted and you're... uh, you're at your wits end. <clears throat> I honestly think it's probably due to like a lot of uh, awareness, uh, self-awareness and time management and really realizing what's going on in your life so that way you make time for the things that are important for you. Um, but a lot of the times, let's say, like, oh, you did have a weekend and stuff, but you spent the whole day just fucking off your whole weekend. Because you thought you were relaxing, but really you were avoiding other things that you needed to do. And finally it gets to the point where it just boils up to a head. And you're like, holy shit, I can't do this. Even though I just had two or three days off, I need another one. And now suddenly you're like, all right, now I'm going to focus on this. So I think the ideal part of it, the part of the mental health day, is really being aware and knowing what it is that you need. And uh, uh, that's going to make you feel content. Not happy, content. Uh, fulfilled, I think, is a good one as well. That's a great word because um, happiness is fleeting. If you're content or you, you do something that's fulfilling, that's going to stay with you a bit longer. Not to say that I'm, you know, downplaying the importance of happiness in your life. I'm just saying is that I don't know if that's necessarily the big goal that everybody needs to be striving for. Um, because we see a lot of people being happy. Listen, I, if I don't go to work and uh, just make my wife uh, make all the money and I just sit around and smoke weed all day, I'm perfectly happy, but I'm going to make her miserable. Right. So that's why, like I said, a great concept that humanity will come up with and they'll fuck it up two minutes later. So <clears throat> I think really, really taking a moment like today, um, I would love to fucking play Mass Effect uh, 1, 2, and 3 all day today, which I probably could do, which would be a bizarre waste of time for me since I've already beat those games when they came out. Uh, it's just like this weird nostalgia thing for me where I'm hoping it's not going to fuck up at the third, uh, the third game. Anyways, uh, but I also know that uh, the pile of laundry that's in my studio uh, has been piling up, and the more that it's there, it has a very subtle effect on my mood. Because all I could think about in the back of my mind is there's one more thing I need to get done. So I'm like, all right, I need to go. I need to get that laundry done. As a matter of fact, it's drying right now as I'm doing this podcast. The podcast I haven't done one in a couple of weeks. I know that I need to actually. Uh, as much as this is communicating with you guys and all the listeners out there, this is also communicating with myself because I'm going to listen to this afterwards. for two reasons: one, I want to see what kind of shit's coming out of my head. Two, I love the sound of my own voice. Uh, now the <laughs> Uh but then I also know that like, okay, I'm gonna go do a couple other things today. I know I'm gonna work out today, I know I'm gonna spend some time writing. All this stuff now, none of this stuff is necessarily relaxing to me. Um, but it is fulfilling because I know that I didn't let life pass me by today. I actually went out and tried to do something to that made my life worth uh worthwhile. That I'm trying to be just a little bit better today than I was yesterday. And I know that's those little tiny freaking little Bullshit sayings were like, if you just try a little bit harder, everything will be okay. And yes, yes. Yes, 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 yes. However, it's that little tiny bit of effort. If you're used to not doing it, it seems like a huge mountain of effort. And it's one of those things you got to be repetitious at. Be consciously aware of how you feel after you've done something. Um, if I spent all day playing video games like I did last weekend, or yeah, my last weekend, how did I feel? Felt shitty. Didn't feel relaxed. Felt bad. Felt like I wasted my time and plus everybody else's around me. So, you know, okay, is that the way I should feel after playing video games? Maybe, maybe not. But that's how I did feel it last week. So, all right, I can't do the same thing this week. So, these are the things that I've been doing to avoid having to say I need a mental health day. Uh, Just because I work in an industry where they're just going to freaking laugh at you for doing that. But...
0: No purchase necessary. were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: But I think, I don't know, it's it's weird. Like, I understand why people, I, I'm not saying that people shouldn't take one. I totally get it. Uh, but I know this is going to be, I just feel like that, it's this. It's a great concept that everybody's going to fuck up eventually. You know, like, I don't know, mental health day, I need to take it off. What, on a Friday evening? Yeah, I get really stressed out on Friday evenings after payday. I need to take a mental health day. Can't say anything about it, mental health. Ha <laughs> ha can't question it, gotta go, bye, see ya, assholes, you know, I don't know, it's the bizarre world we are living in now, especially in the restaurant industry, because everybody that's working there knows that you need them there, so they kind of have a little bit of an attitude, like, I could just fucking leave, and so there's this weird, weird kind of power dynamics game, where you're trying to hire and train people to be better than the folks that you already have there, because you know that if you do that, they're going to slide back down to them, to how everybody else is there, anyways, but you want to get folks getting along so well, so that way they get used to working with each other, and then they have another reason not to leave and uh, to actually give a shit about the place. So I don't know, it's it's strange. I was a little bummed out when uh, this guy decided he didn't want to be with uh, be at the place anymore, but he's got his reasons. I wish him the best. I had a lot of great worked a lot of great shifts and hours with that guy, uh, but you know nothing lasts forever. I will say this, guys. A 2 weeks' notice is very important. Um, if you just quit out of the blue, do not think that no matter how much of an awesome guy you were that we're not going to th- talk shit about you. It's got to fucking happen. Sorry. You fucking left everybody in the lurch. Oh, they'll be okay. Maybe, maybe not. You don't know that. You obviously didn't give a fuck. So guess what? We're going to f- just feel the same, exact same way about you back. So, I don't know. Um... Uh, if I saw him again, I'd still say hi. I'd still be friendly and everything, but it's it's just weird. You know what I mean? I don't know. Um, what else did I want to... Because I didn't want to make this a long episode today. I'm probably just going to do about a half hour's worth, which half hour of talking is uh, not too shabby. Um, to vax or not to vax? What was the question? That's what I wrote down here. That's my little theater humor coming through. Uh, I already been vaccinated. Jenny already been vaccinated. Um, I didn't even want to get vaccinated to be honest with you, but it was really important to Jenny that I did. So I did and I did it for her. Right. And not to say like, Hey, if I grow another arm or my heart stops, it's because of that. It's not that, um, I probably would have gotten around to do it anyways until somebody forced me to, I guess. And then I would have been really upset about, you know, being forced to, and it would have been some whole drama thing. But what I find Is (laughs) what's what's so funny about all of this is uh, you ever see somebody who's really fucking stupid, and they see somebody else doing something also stupid, and they just can't wait to say "fuck a dumbass." Like somebody who says that, chances are, is way fuck just is just insanely like a just a fucking moron. They don't know that they're a moron but they can't wait to they don't understand that them trying to point out somebody else being a moron is if bigger moron just kind of like what I'm doing right now right i admit that i'm i'm not saying i'm smart i'm just saying this is what i see right uh this whole thing came out where it's like hey listen this is uh the numbers are on the decline here's a vaccine. uh this is a vaccine this will help and this will help and stuff you could still get it but it should help with uh, such and such and um you know and said, Hey, listen, the shit hasn't been approved yet, but we all wanted to get past this, we all wanted to see the other side of it. I get that. Um, but they said, Hey, this is voluntary. This is absolutely voluntary. So if you guys want to get it, if it's a, if it's your choice, if you don't want to get it and you still you know you wanna roll the dice and stuff, that's up to you. And everybody seemed to be reasonably okay with that. Uh, there were a couple of businesses that says, we don't want you inside unless you could show us your vaccination card, which I thought was kind of fucked up. Uh, but you know, that's their business. They can do what they want. Uh, in the same way that Chick-fil-A could spend their money however they fucking want. Um, it's none of my business, whether or not I agree with it or not. Okay. Uh, and that's something that it was kind of really important to try to remember during this whole thing. So we... This is what's going on. We're all saying, okay, it's all about personal choice and personal responsibility. And then the Delta variant uh, starts coming out, and it's kind of weird now. I'm starting to see humanity fracture up again, where there's the folks who are kind of like, we just spent a year fucking hiding from this, living in fear. We're not doing it again. I don't fucking care anymore. It's almost like... um, The first time, if anybody who's been unfortunate enough to ever had a gun pointed at them, uh, the first time it's absolutely terrifying. Um, You're fro like I was frozen, panicked, and then uh, just in fear. And then the worst part is, uh, well, the worst part would have been getting shot, Uh, but obviously I wasn't. The but right afterwards, once the whole situation was over, came this anger and rage because I froze because I didn't know what to do because I felt helpless and I was. fucking angry and i was pissed and i like i wanted revenge i was like holy shit it was some really primal emotions that kind of came out of me and so the second time that ever happened that's usually when something really horrible is going to happen because you're not afraid you're pissed off you're like fucking do it i don't give a shit which obviously um some folks would be like fuck yeah man you know no way you know fucking live your life or i don't know but that's obviously not a smart thing to do because that second time you're put in that danger, uh, something freaking horrible can happen. You can definitely get, you know, hurt, shot, killed, murdered, whatever. Not make it home, not sleep in your own bed that night, never see your loved ones in the morning again, you know, never say goodbye to them on your way to work, all those little tiny memories that we all take for granted, all gone, all gone because of, uh, of anger, spite, ego, all that shit. So... Uh, but I recognize that that was, that's, uh, I thought I was the only one who went through that. And then I heard other people when they were talking about psycho- psychological effects of being held at, uh, having a gun pointed at you. And I'm like, oh, I'm not alone in this. Okay. So I'm kind of seeing a little bit of a similarity when it comes to people, when it comes to, uh, the COVID, the Delta variant and all this other stuff, where some folks are like, oh my God, they're, I don't know what they're, they're, their physical um health is and stuff and so everybody might have a very, very important reason. Maybe they live in a room uh or you know, in a one bedroom apartment like with Willy Wonka and the chocolate factory and have a bunch of fucking bedridden senior citizens that you gotta take care of. I don't know. So I'm not gonna try to judge their fear, but um actually, no wait, that's a lie, Dave. You're fucking lying right now because you don't want to seem judgmental. You are judging people's fear. Uh but I also acknowledge the fact that I'm ignorant of uh, what their life is like and so I would not openly say something and like why are you being such a scared asshole, you know? Uh no, they might have their reasons. Or they just might like being a scared asshole and they're used to being scared all the time. That could be that could be another thing too. You know, that's that could entirely be it. But so we're starting to see some of these numbers uh rise up again. People have already been vaccinated, they get uh, they're getting sick, which um, like, all right, I kind of knew that this was coming. I mean, granted, it's kind of weird because I know I don't know all the information of the people who are getting sick. Are there people who are my size or even fatter than me that are getting it? People who are really healthy, but they friggin' burn the candle at both ends. I don't know. don't know what kind of nutrition they're having, all this other weird shit. There's so many different factors of it, but... Uh, what is interesting to me is seeing posts, uh, posts on Facebook from a couple different people who all don't know each other, where they're like, holy shit, man, These it's they're getting ready to point the fingers. They're going to fuck it up again. They're going to fuck it up for everybody. You were already spending most of your life inside anyways. So, I don't know. It's it's this weird, bizarre thing where there's a lot of folks who don't want to get vaccinated. And there's a whole bunch of different thoughts I have about that because they're all pointing, people are pointing uh, to, okay, hold on for a second, before I, I'm going to say something fucking stupid right here, all right? But before I say something stupid, let me just, I'm not even going to qualify this. I'm going to tell you the reason why I'm, uh, why I'm going to say what I'm going to say. is because from my point of view, from what I see online, what the algorithm thinks that I want to see, what apparently I do want to see to reinforce my own opinions, uh, is that I see uh, people blaming um, conservatives, generally white conservatives, uh, for not wanting to take the, vac- uh, the vaccine and stuff. If I'm going to be more specific, they're thinking of dumb, white, fat, overweight, uneducated white people who don't want to take the vaccine or the ones who are spreading everything. That's what it appears like to be. I'm not saying that's what it is. I don't think it is. I think there's many different types of folks from the sociological uh, spectrum uh, in this country who just generally don't want to trust the government and don't want to trust people telling them what they want to do. Um Is that right? Is that wrong? I don't know. But I think there's just one focus part that everybody's focusing on and they don't want to say anything else because they don't want to come off as being a bad guy. So um, I think really what it comes down to is...
0: (sighs) What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers.
1: I don't know, man. It, it just, it all sucks. It would, it would, I wish... I wish this whole thing never happened. I wish that uh, these vaccines were 100% foolproof. I wish that they had 100% effective rate on everybody that they got, but that's not the case. I wish everybody could uh, come together and kind of see things for, have the same view on a particular uh, subject without having a thousand different spins on it. Um, I personally think, like I said, I've been vaxxed. And I think if you're at risk, I think it's a great idea to get vaccinated. Uh, I think. Um, what was it? There was a one ad that I saw, or a thing I saw on Facebook where there's this big guy. He's holding his kid and uh, said the last things that he tw- he texted to his wife is I should have got the damn vaccine, and that was the last tweet or something, or the last message that he sent his wife, and he's passed on. And uh, it's it sucks. Uh, it's freaking horrible. And uh, but. I don't remember life uh, being a fair thing to begin with. To be honest with you, um, it sucks. This whole vaccine happened. There's a lot of good people that died that didn't need to die. But since when did that? Since when did life give a shit about that? You know, um, as far as I know, that it hasn't. I know a lot of people. <laughs> uh, Freaking, I knew this uh, when I was doing grief group back in high school because of my dad dying, which I don't think he needed to die. He wasn't a bad person. Uh, but you know what? Some virus gets to him and uh, deteriorates the muscle tissue of his heart and fucking kills him in a year. That was pretty fucking horrible. I don't know what the point of that was, but guess what? In that grief group that I went to, there was his brother and sister who uh, were having a great day, and then they find out that their, their parents got in a car wreck on the way home like during rush hour traffic. They both died instantly, and that's where they were at. They were like 15, 16 years old. Boom, there you go. Have fun with that. You know, you can go and argue, like, "Well, was the guy? Was it a drunk driver? Was it... Um, I mean, this was back in the 90s, so texting it wasn't a big thing. But let's say if it was in modern times. Oh, it was texting. We got to do this. We got to do that. Doesn't fucking really matter. Dead is dead. And uh, that's kind of how I see the story about that, that guy who, you know, left his kid behind. Um, well, that sounds like he did it on purpose. The guy who died, unfortunately. Uh I don't know. It's it's just a sight. It's it's I don't know. Life is random. It's fucking full contact. It just does a whole bunch of horrible shit to you, So I don't know. Um, that's probably something I'm going to talk about. I'm going to write out about on stage. Not so much about you know to vax or not to vax. I think that one's a pretty simple question. I'm like, hey man, if your health is at risk <laughs> and you come in contact with a lot of people. All day, every day, I think it would be who of you to actually get vaccinated. If you live up in the mountains and you only talk to two people out of every every month because you don't want to talk to anybody or you're a hermit, maybe you don't need to get a vaccine. I don't know. I would think you that would be up to you, but I don't know if people are going to make these choices. Man, you got to kind of respect that. And then um, I don't know. I just see a lot of people talking down to a lot of other people online. And, which I understand if you're pissed off, you're angry, people say stupid shit that's not going to help. Um, but it's kind of weird. I don't know how you can like talk down to people, call them stupid, call them idiots, call them morons, and then uh, tell them to go do something. (laughs) They think they're going to do it. You know, uh, that doesn't mean like you're a fucking idiot. You're a moron, man. You're so stupid. You need to get this vaccine. Go fucking do it now. And they're going to be like, fuck you. See, I told you you're fucking stupid. You don't even want to get the vaccine. It's, at this point, it's not even about the vaccine. It's about you calling them stupid. And they're going, fuck you, just despite you. They would rather die and be wrong <laughs> than let you be right. That's that's how much you're pissing people off. And uh, I don't know. You could be happy about that, I guess. If I guess I would be if I was a fucking psychopath. But, uh, you know, it is what it is. But here's a weird thing. Is that, and, and this is the thought that, like, it's accepted the fact that if you're taking um, – certain types of uh, psychedelics like acid or something like that, that it's going to affect your visuals, right? You're going to see traces, colors, and all this other weird stuff, but it's going to f- affect your your um, perception of reality. What if we all have that on us all the time and it's in our cell phones? It just We don't see the light traces and stuff. We still see bl- flashing lights. We still see things that attract us like you know, red notification colors and stuff and all these different numbers that show that people are paying attention to what we're saying, but... Uh, but it's, it's a perception, uh, reality, uh, perception, uh, filter, you know, some would call it a drug. I probably would. It's definitely, uh, creates dependencies and stuff that, uh, from people, but wouldn't that be weird where i like, man, we can't agree on the same things. We're looking at, um, you know, a particular, like, Hey man, this, this building collapsed over somewhere, you know, in Texas and people like well this is the reason why i did it I'm like no i think this is what it was and then the person who actually does the study and says no this is the reason why the building was failing and then another person like wait a second who funded that study and then just keep going back and forth back and forth where we could see everybody sees the same thing but nobody could agree on exactly it is what they saw because for whatever reason i think that's kind of strange like it's really easy to question somebody else's reality right And I'm starting to do that myself, apply this to myself, where I'm like, why do people think this way? Why do people react this way and say stupid, horrible shit online? And then I'm like, wait a second, why do I feel like the way that I feel? What makes me think that I'm right in anything? Holy shit, what if I'm completely wrong about everything and I have no idea idea how to get to that baseline of what reality is supposed to be, or at least a shared reality that we're all thinking about? So, I don't know, that's... That's definitely something I need to write out. And I think that I could see somebody driving or riding a motorcycle. I could hear them through my headphones. But that's, that's something to think about, you know. Uh, the only thing I could ever, I always wanted to tell, maybe I'll do this in an open mic tonight, and I might compl- start with complaining about something and be like, yeah, you know, this whole world would be a better place if you all just shut the fuck up and do what I tell you. Everybody, everybody do, you, you live how I want you to live and everything will find peace and everything will be happy. At least I will, at least as far as my reality is concerned. You might be miserable, but definitely I'll feel better, you know. Uh oh, this one I don't even know if I'm going to work this one out, but there was a I got to work the setup better. But the the joke was um I think people who use racial slurs ought to get smacked in the head. Uh, I sorry, I'm, I'm just, that's just how I feel, you know. Um, I think seeing uh, rich uh, suburban kids drop the N-bomb to try uh, uh, just to appear edgy, I think they should also get smacked in the head. It's absolutely unnecessary. I also think that the elderly taking too long in the self-checkout ought to get smacked in the head as well. Uh, Yeah, you thought I was progressive. I wasn't. I just love violence. All right? So that's where the joke was. (laughs) And I think that was funny. Uh, There was other folks who were like, wait a minute, you know, and they were kind of pissed off that I even brought that up, so... I don't know, there's something there, there's like something, there's a tinge there, there's something that's provocative, so now I'm going to be doing the uh, the the science experiments of, uh, of this material and try to figure out, okay, I like being provocative, but I don't want to get it to the point where it's not funny anymore, and all I'm doing is pissing people off just to make them think, man, and uh, that's... Um, I don't know. It seems pretentious as hell. I would rather do a little bit of both. That's that's why Carlin was one of my favorite guys. Uh, he was provocative, but he was also entertaining as well. So, uh, thanks for setting that bar there, George. And I'm trying to think if there's anything else. There's probably oh, um, probably not going to be a mansplaining show this week, this Thursday, just because Jake is going to be. I don't know if he's driving back that day, but he's in Arizona right now, so he's kind of doing his thing, and uh, we might be going back to doing once a week. So we might be up in the ante on the Mansplained Show. For those of you who are fans of that, if not, come check it out. It's basically two guys talking about guy shit. And also giving advice to the 22-year-old versions of ourselves before we make these horrible, horrible mistakes. So um, I know there are a lot of people out there that don't have dads, and the best they could do is listen to fucking two idiots like myself and Jake Hamill. <laughs> so, but either way, uh, holy shit, 40 minutes just about forty minutes, ah, thirty nine minutes, but you know, I'm, I'm, uh, I know I'm going to take forever to get out on this. So, uh, thanks so much for listening, guys. If there's something you said like, that I said that was like, hey, man, you shouldn't have said that. Probably I would agree with you, but that's the interesting part about um, about doing these solo podcasts. It's kind of like when I did abstract abstract painting. Sometimes you just got to put a lot of shit on a canvas to see what's going on inside your skull. Uh, you guys could do this too, for yourself as well. You can just set this up, set it on your phone. You don't even have to have a podcast for it. You could really just hit record and just talk, 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 talk for a good, well, I could do this for 40 minutes, obviously, but maybe start off by doing five, five minutes or 10 minutes, 15 minutes, and then go back and listen to it and you'd be surprised what kind of weird shit that comes out of your mouth. I know I am every week. So, But either way, thanks so much for listening, guys. Um, stay healthy, frickin', uh, if your diet shit, change your diet, fucking exercise, take vitamins, get the Vax. Just try to be fucking, try to be healthier to, uh, today than you were yesterday. That's, that's the best I could say. And that's the best I'm going to try for. And um, I love you all. I'll catch you all next week, guys. Thank you.